Greetings, and welcome to another episode of Casual Divinity. Gratefully, I am your host, Nadudua. Shall we jam? Let's get into it here in these last bits of Pisces country. As I'm recording this, the sun is at 29 degrees Pisces. The moon is at 18 degrees Pisces. We're just we're just finishing it up here in the lands of delusion. <laughs> but we've got to get a little delusional if we want to create something new. Right? We <laughs> We don't always know what all is possible, and that's a little bit more of what I want to get into with this with this last bits of Pisces country, talking about these Neptunian themes. I'd say this big one would be about entanglement, for better or for worse. Quantum entanglement is something that we all... It, it, I think that we all don't necessarily know the concept, and I'm still trying to understand it to be real. Because just when I think I understand it, something happens to show me that I don't. <laughs> or how many other ways that quantum entanglement can be possible in, in, in one's reality. So... Those of you that listened to the podcast episode of Advancement Through Adhesions, I talked about how in 2022 I had to go through a lot of stuff with my leg. Well, I just found out another layer to that situationship that I did not know was going on fully. And I only had full awareness once I received a phone call. So, get this. Uh, out of nowhere, I started to have this horrible back pain recently, like uh, the very beginning of March or the end of February, how, somewhere around there. I started to have this uh, back pain that came out of nowhere, and it was pretty bad. Like, it, it definitely had me not being able to walk. I was having to be on my back for a while. I, had, I It was forcing me to rest. And I could not drive, and I could not walk for long periods of time. In fact, it crept on me as I was on a walk. And it had me concerned as to how I was going to get home. So I had to take my time. Uh, as as the pain continued to slowly get worse, and uh, it was it was bad. It just kept, and it was also strange, like it was I would call nebulous pain, which means I it couldn't, I could not pinpoint any single area to where the pain was coming from. Like I could say it was in my hip and leg. But if I went to touch there, you know, to massage it or affect it, it didn't seem to address the situation. And I'm used to being able to address pain as it arrives. So this had me 
in a way, <laughs> all right? Um, it, I, it was definitely a very humbling place in which you just have to endure the pain. There's literally nothing else that you can do but sit and be with this pain. And at the time that this pain was occurring, I also had the blessing of a surprise phone call uh, of somebody who's just checking in on me, which I'm not used to. I mean, people do try and check in on me. I just, I believe that I have a, a horrible habit of uh, being okay when maybe I'm not okay. So it was wonderful to get a phone call at a time that I was feeling helpless and, uh, and just enduring pain that I could not change. But still, I was very grateful to have the ability to, to be able to care for myself, period, right? To be able to have the herbal packs and to use those, to be able to steam, to be able to meditate, you know, and even to have the resources to have a heating pad, oh, and to have those tiger balm patches, let me tell you, even though it may not have been necessarily affecting the pain, it was still good to nurture and comfort myself and to have a good conversation, to have somebody check in and and have them, you know, talk me down <laughs> and to just uh, be able to root down in the situation. And I had all these tears coming because like the pain would just grow out of nowhere. Uh, and I would just have to be with it and just breathe through it. And then I got another phone call. I got a phone call from my cousin. Like, uh, cause I, at this point I had, I, I just finally realized like, I just have to be in the bed. There's no doing things. I actually need to rest instead of pushing this body. And then, and then when I decided to do that, I got that phone call from my cousin letting me know that my aunt had passed away two days prior which happened to be the time which I started having the pain in my back. <laughs> and it was the same side in which I was having the problem with my foot. It was all happening on the left side of my body. Let's get into that. So the left side is the, the divine feminine side of anybody. It would not matter what your gender is or what gender you identify with. The left is the feminine. The right is the masculine. And all the problems I was having in 2022 were all on the left side of my body. And remembering then that uh, when my father passed away, I had a similar situation where I started to feel it in my low back. And then I had all those other fun health issues with the adhesions well, and then apparently, yes, same with my aunt. Let me tell you a little bit of what she was dealing with. Oh, um, she was dealing with brain cancer and 
she was dealing with diabetes in which uh, she continued to eat sweets regardless of the fact that uh, she was actually losing her foot. Uh, it was getting gangrenous and um, the neuropathy was real. So she was unfortunately experiencing having to have bits of her foot amputated. She didn't lose her whole foot, but she did lose all of her toes and uh, they had to keep cutting on it. So realizing that this was what I was experiencing in my body through those adhesions in my foot. And I now looking back, I see how through entanglement, I was connected to these stages of her departure. As she was getting closer to her time, my knee was starting to buckle, my left knee. I, it was <clears throat> incredibly painful. Like I might be okay in one moment and then the next moment my knee would give way and I just, I couldn't walk on it and it would be very painful. And I didn't realize that that was my aunt getting ready to go. At the same time though, I um, I was I was grateful to to know that uh, what was going on because I knew that my family was not going to let me know. Um, so had had I not been connected to her physically in this way, then I might not have suspected or known at all that she was going to pass. I am very grateful that my family did decide to let me know, even though it might have been two days later. They still gave me a phone call and I'm very grateful for them giving me the heads up. I was not able to attend her funeral because my back would not allow for it. it. There was so much pain that I was not able to get around the ways that I usually would. And I had to ask. I had to ask for help. I had to ask people to help me with groceries, to with cooking. Um, you know, uh, with uh, just, it wasn't, I was not comfortable. But let me tell you, I, that was part of the the situation, you know. My aunt was a Capricorn, so it made sense that that's what happened with my back. Capricorn rules the bones. And uh, with her leaving, that feeling that I was having that was nebulous but still very physically painful and restrictive, was the last bits of my connection with my auntie on my mother's side. You know, the last bits of, of you know, matriarch jams. And then the physical adjustment that comes with when you lose an attachment, when you lose 
a energetic cord that has always been a part of you and now is gone and it's just another another push into being a matriarch it's it's wild it's wild to sit with so i wanted to say this just to mention that we don't always know everything i was being very hard upon myself while all of those things were true in the advancement of adhesions about what was going on in my life, I also now recognize that I was sharing experiences with my auntie before she left. I was experiencing the pain that she was going through, the mental anguish that she was going through, the physical restrictions that she was enduring, and last but certainly not least, the insane sugar cravings. <laughs> but that was part of the emotional discomfort she was going through. She had lost the sweetness of life. And uh, she was trying to make up for it through food, which was something that she shared in common with my mother. And it is something that now I have to be even more careful with, not just because of my age, but because of the nature of which my aunt has passed. Now in, the, in my gene pool is the ability to go out of control with sugar and to deal with uh, diabetes and neuropathy and, um, you know, that's, uh, that, that's not really a great way to go. It's very painful. It's very painful what she endured. And so now that's something that I can heal in my own person. And in fact, was extremely shocked. Like after her passing that, that week, Sweets was at an all-time high. After that, y'all, I cannot believe how much ease there is with my sweet tooth. I'm not saying it's not there, but I am going to say that it's almost <laughs> non-existent, like it's at the other extreme now. And... um so I'm saying, I'm sharing all of this to say, not only do we not always know everything, but sometimes when we're having these mystery um, ailments and pains, maybe we need to check in on our people. I would have checked in on my auntie had we been on that, had that kind of relationship. And unfortunately, due to that relationship my body kept the score so that i would know what was going on with her because even though we weren't talking we were still in communication and now that she's no longer in a body part of the ancestors I now understand that a lot of the struggles I went through last year were to understand what she was dealing with, to know what I was going to have to heal. 
And for better or for worse, I'm grateful. I'm grateful to understand that, um, to understand a little better how entanglement can show up in our lives, or at least how it has shown up in mine. And my back has uh, been healing. I've been able to walk again. I'm able to cook and drive. And I'm so grateful to have a body. I'm grateful to have a body. I'm grateful that it works. So, you know, beforehand, when I was younger, I was very naive. I, I would say that um, I felt as though that you could not inherit um, illnesses in the family. From years and working, years and years and working in natural food industry, I witnessed a lot of people claim the stories of illness in the family lines. And I was very young and exuberant and filled with energy and hormones. And I just could say with absolute confidence that that's not true. You don't inherit you don't have to, anyway, inherit your, your family's um, illnesses and ailments. And now, <laughs> now that I'm older, wiser, with a few less hormones, but a lot more wisdom and experience, now I can say that it's something in between worlds. That, yes... It, it, it could be possible to inherit these traits, these illnesses, these ailments. It's through our choices. It's how we're able to show up for ourselves and to become aware of these cycles. If we aren't aware of them, then I believe, yeah, we are able to then co-create again another generation of this type of illness. And if we are aware of it, oh, we could hopefully make different choices. So I'm just gonna end that and I'm gonna shuffle a card, you know. It's about that time to shuffle some cards. And put this down. Let's see what spirit has to say. This reading is timeless. Oh, the wheel of fortune has popped out. We do have Jupe Jupe and Aries right now. Lord. Ain't nothing wrong, but uh, <laughs> I think once the sun joins Aries, it's going to be on like Donkey Kong. What is it that we need to know in the collective? What is our message? Thank you, Spirit.
Okay, starting with the bottom of the deck, we have the Five of Pentacles. Yo. <laughs> We're moving on. I think those of us who have been experiencing some cocoon stage situations, you know, creating a new body, creating a new consciousness, making new choices, making new habits, observing new cycles and we're about to start another one and for better or for worse we're moving on you know it might be painful even and how, how can i say it even when we're ready to go even when it's time we're fed up right we've we've had enough and we're ready to go, it still is an ending. It still can be painful. Right? We might still mourn the fact that we have to leave something behind, even if we don't want it anymore. And that's okay. We can mourn. We just should not stay there too long, right? We just should not stay there too long. What is the card of the day? Yo, Eight of Pentacles. Yo. This is a special one. I'm using the Tarot of Pagan Cats <laughs> deck, and this image is everything because this caddy has a paw down on this pentacle and then all of this light is shining down in through the crown of this cat. We have to be in our body to receive what's coming. We have to be here now to receive what's coming. We still have work to do to be fully present in our bodies, to care for our health, to work upon these things that we have to offer the world. We also are working upon our tells. We are learning our body in a different way. We are understanding what it can do, what it really can do. And I'm speaking not just, you know, having a body and moving through the world, but what magic do we understand about ourselves now? And how do we alchemize this? How do we protect it? How... Do we practice this new awareness that we cannot ignore now? This is part of the, the what we're moving on from. I think I'm going to end it here. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. I'm sending you 
so much gratitude and many blessings for this year to come. I appreciate you. Take good care. Peace.